0: Welcome to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk featuring Kathy Richardson. Today she is joined by co-author of Number Talks in the Primary Classroom, Sue Dolphin. They will be discussing the organization of number talks by instructional ranges. To watch the accompanying video, please visit youtube.com forward slash Perspectives. All this information can be found in the show notes of this episode. There will also be information regarding the books and resources discussed and how to get in contact with math perspectives for setting up professional development for educators of pre-K through five mathematics in the show notes as well. We've changed our uploading schedule to be every other Monday to include new video segments and are sprinkling in Table Talk podcast episodes occasionally. Kathy would love to hear from you, though. Email info I-N-F-O at mathperspectives.com to ask Kathy a question, and it could be aired in an episode or on YouTube. Now pull up a chair to the table, and let's get started. I'm trying to get an idea of how to use the book. It seems like it's kind of a do this first and that second. Is that how you're supposed to use the book?
1: You might see some books that say number talk a day for the year, which is very prescribed. Like I hear Kathy in my ear saying, that means any kid can show up and I'm not changing what I'm going to do based on who's here. What's different here is that it's structured in a certain way so that we understand the development of the mathematics, but it's not structured in what I have to do every day. For example, the way it's set up is by ranges, and they're typical things that happen within a particular grade level. Kindergarten, for example, might the beginning of the year be at range 1, and they might move on to range 2, and some of the kids will even be ready for range three. And then there's crossover when they start first grade. It's typical, knowing that there's always an outlier. Mm -hmm. But because of the way the ranges are set up, even if I have an outlier, there's things that are happening within the new range that's still keeping Mm -hmm. them engaged because of the questions i am asked. If I wanted to let somebody know how... A range is set up. First off, if this is range three, for example, it's reminding us what we did in range two, and it's letting us know what's coming ahead in range four, so I know where all the crossover is, even though the size of the numbers might change. I think this is something that's really helpful for teachers is it's, what are we aiming for? What is the goal of this particular range? What's the mathematics that we want kids to learn? And sometimes as teachers, we have more to learn about that mathematics, and that's the goal of this part is to really help us know what's important. This is where you might be thinking about it being prescribed. not really prescribed as much as it is. Here's a question. This is one way I can present a question. For example, if we had just had this card and some of the students, you know, counted. Somebody might have said I saw four and I counted on three more. Somebody else might have said I saw four and three and I know that's seven. So this particular question is about relating subtraction. So my next question to follow this might be, oh you said four and three is seven. What if we had seven and we subtracted three? You're trying to get at those big ideas. There's not a particular order. It's just that this This is one kind of question I can ask after any card like this. And then there's like two examples of what that might look like with any card. (laughs) And so you'll see a particular card, but really it could be replaced with any card. It's followed by a new question like thumbs up when you know how many there are. See, four, there's some hiding, and altogether there are seven. So how many could be hiding? So I'm using the same card in a variety of ways for one thing, but also my question is different. But it's still getting at that proficiency with all the ways of three and four and seven. So it's just another question. It's not that this question comes after this question. I could ask any of these questions on any particular
0: day. Could you also talk about the variety of different types of cards and why those are important i know a lot of people are
1: familiar with the the dot cards mm-hmm. the most common thing mm-hmm. that you see is dot cards something that we've used for a long time are these toothpick cards well <laughs> Obviously, these don't have the toothpicks on it, but they come from doing toothpick cards with kids. I still like the ones mm-hmm. with the actual toothpicks. It just is another way to see the same numbers. It adds a variety, it adds interest. We have ones instead of dots, they're squares. We have triangles instead of squares. Every number has a variety of arrangements of how the numbers are set
0: up. I have uh-huh. I have plenty of, of Unifix cubes in my classroom, but I don't have those cards like you've been showing us. Is there somewhere I can get the different cards that you're showing us? In the
1: back of the book, on the last page, it gives a website, it's number-talks.com. When you open the home screen, there's a part that says Number Talk Cards. If I click on that, it will give you all kinds of, We refer to these as arrangement cards, because it's lines, dots, where's, how they're arranged. And then you'll see other ones that have 10 frames, double 10 frames, we have base 10 cards. There's all kinds of tools. Everything that you'll see in here is accessible on that website. And they're sorted on there by range. So you'll see ranges up to four, and then you'll see ranges five through eight, and then there's pre So there's different sections that you can look up. So if I'm working in range five, for example, I might go on there and print out the ones that are five through eight, but also knowing that I could go get the ones in ranges four and I could still use those too.
0: Please visit the show notes for all the discussed books and resources, as well as information regarding professional development for educators of pre-K through five mathematics. If you would like to watch the accompanying video, please visit youtube.com forward slash math perspectives. If you would like to submit a question to Kathy, please email info, I-N-F-O, at mathperspectives.com, and it could be aired in an episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk featuring Kathy Richardson with special guest Sue Dolphin. New episodes in video form will be airing every other Monday on YouTube, so make sure you're subscribed over there. And keep an eye out for surprise podcast versions wherever you listen to podcasts. Copyright 2023 by Math Perspectives. All rights reserved. No part of this video, audio, or publication may be reproduced or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic or mechanical, including screen or audio recording, photocopy, or any information storage or retrieval system, without permission from the publisher. Thank you for your support of the rights of the authors and Math Perspectives. Unifix is a registered trademark of Philip and tacy Ltd. Used with permission of Didax Incorporated, Raleigh, Massachusetts, USA. Every effort has been made to contact copyright holders for permission to reproduce borrowed material. We regret any oversight that may have occurred and will be pleased to rectify them. In subsequent reprints of the work.